It is indeed uh, the day in which we remember um, the baptism of our Lord and also remember our own baptism. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) And so we are going to hear Luke's version of Jesus' baptism. And we are in chapter 3. We're going to read verses 15 through 17 and then skip down and hear verses 21 and 22. Listen for the word of God. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hands to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice from heaven came down and said, You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Amen. Let us pray. O God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, O God our rock and redeemer. Amen. Since December the 26th, uh, we have been on quite a journey, have we not? And it seems that in the lives of so many of us in this community, it's been about relief, and recovery from the tornadoes on December the 26th. I dare say that for many of us, it defines our lives these days. And things that usually dominate our attention have become, in many ways, afterthoughts. We uh, were asked by the GISD to uh, coordinate dinner Um, for GISD students and their families who have um, lost their homes or suffered a lot of damage um, during the tornadoes. Um, Both Thursday and Friday nights, um, um, our church um, coordinated dinner uh, at Toller Elementary, and then uh, first Rowlett coordinated uh, dinner at Rowlett High School. It was really amazing to be a part of that. We had, from our church, about 60 volunteers Um, for Thursday night. um, The Olive Garden donated dinner, spaghetti, lasagna, salad, and breadsticks. And the Parker Women's Club brought homemade desserts. They brought new toys and books um, for the children to take what they would like to have, and uh, we had donations, many donations of uh, food, um, so that Friday night families could take things home with them. We actually had one woman that said that she had not had a hot meal since December the 26th. Um, 
as uh, we were roving around uh, Mike Haynes and uh, another uh, ordained Methodist colleague, uh, Dave Deneen, uh, who's also a licensed clinical social worker, and I, we were just roving around the room and we were sitting with the families and just, you know, checking in with them and hearing how they're doing. And <clears throat> there was one woman in particular, um, I sat down and um, her husband was there and her daughter and, uh, you know, and I said, this may be a stupid question, but how are you doing? And uh, she said, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And as we continued to talk, more of their story came out. They lived in the apartments that were completely destroyed. And she and her husband and her daughter and their little dog got out alive. And she was just shaking her head. She didn't understand how they got out alive. And then she began to talk about some of the things they were dealing with. And then she stopped for a minute and she said, you know, she said, it's like all the stuff that I should be thinking about right now have just become afterthoughts. Because her attention is consumed with dealing with the effects of the tornado. This notion of afterthoughts, I think, um, is really appropriate when we consider Luke's narration of Jesus' baptism. And I'll tell you why I think that is. Did you hear in the text that we just heard, did you hear a description of Jesus' baptism? You don't, do you? It's, it's a half of one sentence. <laughs> it's in verse 21. And it says, And after all the people were baptized, and Jesus was baptized, and that's all we get. And then it says, the heavens open and a dove descends and then God's voice declares Jesus the beloved. It's almost as if the baptism itself for Luke is an afterthought. Now, I think we can begin to pick into why this might be, but let me, let me ask a question first. And Pastor Caroline talked about this as well, too. Who here remembers being baptized? Oh. Who here remembers being baptized? All right. I was eight years old. I've still got my Bible that, that Brother Billy Joe Tate gave me when he baptized me. Who here does not remember being baptized? Interesting. Interesting. Well, so... If you don't remember being baptized, in some ways it could be an afterthought, could it not? I mean, because there, there aren't events that you can recount except for what you've heard from your family or from your friends or the congregation of which you were baptized. Maybe you were a baby and you just um, really started crying really, really loud when that water hit your forehead because the water was cold and, and that's a part of the family story. There are any numbers of stories that go along with this, but... I think Luke is after something else. I don't think that he is just throwing it in the way he does, just so he can get it in. It's very interesting the way Luke orders that scripture. And after all the people were baptized, and Jesus was baptized, 
And then Jesus was praying. Luke is the only one that says that. Then the heavens open while Jesus is in prayer. The order in which it happens, the people go first. And then Jesus is baptized. And I think Luke is after something really important here. That for Jesus, it's about being with the people. It's about being in solidarity with those that he came to serve and to save and to heal and to join with in their everyday lives and in their traumas and in their suffering. The people for Jesus come first. And for those of us who have received the sign of baptism, we are issued an invitation through baptism to do as Jesus has done, to let others come first. And in the past couple of weeks, I have seen that happen over and over and over again. The people of this congregation... The Methodists in Rowlett have astonished me with their selflessness, with following through on the call that we all have received through our baptisms to serve, to follow in the path of our Lord who is with people in their suffering. And we have done that. And we continue to do that. Just before worship started, Michelle Bounds, who is the principal at Rowlett High School, who has how many students who have lost their homes? 70 students at Rowlett High School alone who have no home now. She said, would you please thank everyone? She said, I am so proud of who we are. And it is truly a humbling thing to be a part of this people who are signed on our foreheads and in our bodies with the mark of baptism, with the mark of a Lord who wants to be with the people and let them go first. For that is the kind of God we have. A God who empties himself taking the form of a slave so that all might come to know the love and compassion that our God offers. No, my friends, Jesus' baptism nor ours is an afterthought. It's why we are who we are. Amen.